0: Monsters, madness, and ma-
1: We should probably talk. Alright, suit yourself. If I have wings, like Noah's dove, I fly up the river, to the
0: Welcome to the monsters madness and magic podcast. I am Justin here with my co-host, Mitch, my co-host Mitchell. And we are joined by a very special guest today, actor, musician, Lord of Host, Alpha and Omega Yahweh, all that himself, Mr. Rob Hi. Benedict. How the hell are you?
1: Good, man. How are you
0: doing? Good. Um, so I guess we'll just start off, do you have a eureka moment that occurred in your life where you just knew you wanted to be an actor?
1: Yeah, you know, when I was like 12, my uh, I lived in a university town, uh, Columbia, Missouri is where I grew up, University of Missouri is there, and uh, there, there are some other colleges there too, so this is college, Stevens College, and they, they needed a boy to play the lead role in this college play, so it was a big deal at the time, it was a college play, I'm like 12, and... I auditioned and got it and did it and it was like just this mind blowing experience. And I'm working with all these like college age kids oh. and I was like I kind of caught the bug there. I was like, Yeah, I want to do this. But I was really serious really serious about it. Like I wanted to do it the right way, or like study and all that, you know. So I so yeah, I just kept doing plays and then I went to theater school eventually and then did did that route and then mm. came out to LA right after.
0: So what would you say was your first big break and how did you land yeah. it?
1: Um I um well let's see my first job was on uh, beverly hills 90210 the original oh shit hello um Hi. and uh and uh i got I could you try I, sorry my siri thought thinks i said siri <laughs> all
0: right <laughs> um, it's always
1: so fucking weird
0: shut up siri <laughs>
1: it's like yeah, sir. i'm sorry like i didn't i wasn't talking to you uh <laughs> anyway so uh yeah i got 90210, and i got cut out most of it got cut out um And uh, anyway, but then my my first break where it was like a solid part on a show was uh, 1990. I got a job on Felicity and and that lasted about four years on that show.
0: Wow, that's cool. I didn't, I was really young when Felicity came out. So yeah, uh, plus I was more of a Dawson's Creek guy. (laughs) (laughs) I bet you were. (laughs) I wanted that. our first i don't know if this is mitchell's i'll speak for myself but my first experience with your work was um waiting
2: yeah yeah. that
0: was mine too and there's a lot of torment that we went through our group of guys went through because of that movie together and so how how was that uh work environment on set was it as fun as the movie comes off it
1: was so fun man we shot it in new orleans and so, you know, and everyone was doing what we did on the screen. We were doing it off screen, uh, just in terms of just partying a lot. It was so fun. And, uh, yeah, we just all really got along well. And uh, Justin Long was really great and Anna Faris. But um, Ryan Reynolds was like, he had just come off doing that, that movie uh, with Wesley Snipes. It was like a sequel. like the third of a Wesley Snipes movie. Their Blade. Blade. Yeah. Like Blade was... 3. Yeah. With Ouch. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, And he was wiped from that and he almost didn't want to come to this, but he came and did it and we all, uh, and it was, it turned out, it was kind of a, we all just hung out a lot. super fun. And we, and while we were doing it, we didn't even know. We were like, no one may ever see. We don't really know what this is yet. And our hope was that it was going to be this like, like, um, office space kind of Mm -hmm. restaurants. And that is what it wound up being. So I was, I was always really everything from that
0: movie. Yeah, it spoke to a lot of people in the food. Area. Yeah, I was gonna say from from working in food for the past six or so years, that's
2: a completely accurate representation. what
1: <laughs> yeah, scarily enough. Which
2: is yeah, which is terrifying, but it's yeah. completely a hundred percent accurate. Yeah, I may
0: or yeah. may not have gotten bat winged a few times by some friends. <laughs> yeah,
2: that
1: that part too.
0: Uh,
1: yeah, it was a. Uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. It was, and, uh, yeah, every restaurant I go into now, it's like, I feel like I have, you know, I feel safe. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean?
0: You're cool. He's on the... He's on, yeah, he's exactly.
1: Restaurant. But, yeah, I waited tables for many years, too. So, like, I always felt like that was research up to that move. Yeah.
0: So, so how did your uh, band form, Loud and Swain? And how did you guys meet and take we, off?
1: We, uh, so we met, um, one of the guys in the band went to grad school where I went to undergrad. And so we came out here at the same time and uh, we started playing together we were doing covers we slowly started writing songs and then we were audacious enough to like do a, have a party at my house and play for our friends and and they were, they were good They were good songs you know um but there was a drummer at one of the parties that kind of knew someone else I knew hey you want a drummer and we we're like yeah yeah we do we do we do you know and so the drummer <laughs> joined the band and like when so when he joined the band it was all of a sudden it was a band like we were a couple of dudes playing guitars and then you have a drummer it's like that's a full band so one of the the other guitar player was like I'll play bass and then we had a band and that was like 97 so we've been together same yeah. dudes. we added a guitar player in like 2004 but it's been the same dudes ever since then so, so
2: it's it's really almost gone on longer than your acting career because i saw yeah. that you were credited for a short in like 95 i think but it didn't really start picking up until 99 yeah yeah
1: it, it did start picking up really until felicity i started i did a few little co-stars here and there but yeah no it's been around for as long as that yeah um and it became this great sort of like extracurricular activity for me and then, then when I after I got on Supernatural, I don't know more people I guess found out about the band, and now it's like I don't know now it's it, it gaining more steam than I ever thought. You it's know?
0: chicken or the egg situation now, you know. They just kind of crossed, and now it's just one thing. <laughs>
2: <there's> no going <laughs> back. You guys, you're kind of like the the house band for like the Supernatural cons, right? You guys typically play at all the conventions. That's really cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. So um, Richard Spate, who's on Supernatural, uh, and I used to host the conventions, but. I don't know, it was, it was not very official, and and then the, the heads of the convention came to us and they are like, do we want to, you know, have you host every time, and Richard was like, well, you know, if we're going to do it, I'd love Rob's band to be, so it was really cool for him to do, but he wanted it to be kind of like a, um, you know, David Letterman show kind of situation. We we're, weren't we're just like classic hosts, we are actually entertained. Yeah, it's become this really cool thing where like the band plays like the house band, and then on Saturday night we do the show, and uh you know, at first, it didn't have, like, the indie cred, like, playing a uh, Hilton, basically. But, like, but then when you think about it, it's, like, 2,000 people there. They're dying to see you. They love, you know what I mean? They're big fans. they yeah, the best all right. crowd ever. And we we're like, this actually this really works, you know? This is why you're in a band. I
0: mean, yeah. Um, it's funny how drummers always just seem to be the drifter in the right place, because Mitch <laughs> Mitch right here is a drummer, too, and he just, it's almost the same kind of situation. They're, they're just Myers. there.
2: Yeah, my last band, I, I found them on Craigslist. Like, we're the stray cats of the music world. We just kind of show up, and people are like, oh, yeah, cool, I've
0: been looking for you. Oh, look, it's a drummer. <laughs> <That's
1: okay. laughs> yeah, uh, drummers.
0: <laughs> so correct me if I'm to... wrong, you do the songwriting and all the lyric writing, right? Yeah. So when Do you have a melody in your head when you go in, or how do you guys work that out?
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it's now it's like it's uh, various ways, but the, the bulk of the songs I write and just have a, a you write the guitar chord lyrics. And, and bring it in, and then the guys add their parts. Um, and then sometimes our guitar player, Billy, is very talented, really, really ripping down. He'll come up with some things on the guitar, and then I'll, I'll write lyrics to that. So it's in different ways. But, yeah, a lot of times the easiest thing that seems to see me coming in with a song that's just like a guitar, and need stuff, and right. fill it in. It really is not the same if they don't do it. That's why we kind of credit everybody. They add light.
0: You guys have been working together for a long time, so you got it there. Yeah,
1: we have, we're more like brothers, you know. Yeah. we like uh, Sometimes we fight and hate each other, and, you know. <laughs> all love
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: but yeah it's it's definitely a brotherhood's points most marriages
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you guys get a lot of requests for I the tiger and carry on my wayward Son?
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> but we don't do that we're, we're not a cover band you know we, we've done them we've we've covered both of them jokingly you know right. what i mean right but when it comes to like our that's why we like to do our concert on saturday night because that's legit you know our music and we actually we do we do a couple covers with uh the actors that play with them. right um, it is, after all, a supernatural convention. We, mm-hmm. You know, we, you know the other actors who we have a lot of like, I mean, singers, and group of actors that show just randomly. So they come on and they'll do cut, co- we'll do covers with them. But yeah, we try to stay away from those two songs specifically <laughs> at the concert. But.
0: We had Mark on a few episodes ago and I was uh, picking at him about his Rocky Horror cover. I think you were at, I think you were at that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. a hilarious one. I enjoy watching. It. I watch those videos more times than I like to admit.
1: Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's great. He's got a great voice and he's always really shy about about singing, but he's amazing. He's got a great.
0: See, that's I don't get shy from him at all. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get shy from him at all. That's just he's weird. It's weird, here.
1: like even he, about to go on stage. That's when he's like, oh, no, <laughs> I'm the biggest fan of him. But uh, he's great. Yeah.
0: So Supernatural, uh, yeah. <laughs> what was what was your auditioning <laughs> process like? Were there other readers for Chuck, you know, any of the other actors that were in the running?
1: Yeah, there, there were, I didn't, it was, I think it was one of those, you know, you audition a lot and you see a lot of the same people, but for that one, I think it was one of those situations where I came into the audition and there was no one else waiting. They mm-hmm. saw other people there at that time, which is always good for me. Cause if I, I go in and I see a room full of actors, I get in my head. You know what I
0: mean? Right. Yeah. Cause
1: it's, like, it's not a competition, but it feels like a competition when you're with other guys, you're all just this guy and you're like, <laughs> you know, just like, Hey, what's up? Yep. Uh, so it, I didn't see anybody. So that kind of gave me a sense of confidence. Like, yeah, it was the director and the cast director. And it's just a one-off show, one-off performance. You know, Chuck was a prophet. It was that episode where he was a prophet. Yeah. So I always kind of played him like he was just a little bit like, <laughs> you know, uh, day drinking.
0: A writer. And hadn't seen a oh, light yeah, of. a writer. Day. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Hadn't seen a lot of day in a while. So uh, yeah, that's how I kind of played it. And so the, and never, I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. I was going to say, it's just one of those things where they were, they saw it the same way. You make a choice and always hope that they saw it the same
2: way. So you were never intended to go in and, and be cast as God. You were just going to be a one-off prophet, kind of there for an episode in and out.
1: As far as I knew. But I don't know. I mean, people have asked me, like, did Eric Kripke know at that point that you were going to be God? I really don't know. I mean, if you look back now, I know fans have, like, dissected it. There's certain things that I say, where I say, like, oh, that must be it. I'm a capricious God. Um, yeah, but
2: fans have theories for everything. Yeah, <laughs> I mean... but...
1: I, all I know is that that I did the one episode, and then they kept calling me back, and then um, and then at the end of season five, that's when I first knew that I was God.
2: They mm, okay.
1: and Eric called me in the like, cast, yeah, so, oh, because I didn't I didn't necessarily get that right away.
2: <laughs>
0: okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was reading the script, and I'm like, oh, all right.
0: So one at in the at the end of season five, once you learn you're God, when did this progression? When did you learn about this progression they're going with now, with you being the big bad guy? How how long did that take?
1: Um, yeah, so like, uh again, that was news to me, like, in 10, maybe, I'm sorry, at the middle of season, 14, uh, that's when I knew that darker, um, and, you know, I was, like, and then I got that script at the end of last season, and uh, I was, like, oh, shit, people are gonna <laughs> hate me, <laughs> uh, but it was, you know, it was fun as an actor, it was really fun, it really is, too, like, bad guys get all the best lines, you know, was, yeah, yeah i was envied pellegrino and shepherd you know those parts are so fun they're delicious so so i was kind of like i got ready for the challenge um but yeah then i found out i was like the big bad of this this final season that i'm basically destroying the show and so it's like not not fun for, you know <laughs> last week there was an episode that aired that i wasn't even in then i and people on twitter were like you know you're <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like what did i do? it wasn't even there <laughs>
0: What's your opinion on how the show's been able to enjoy its longevity when most shows just fizzle out after a few seasons?
1: You know, part of it is unexplainable. theres I was thinking about today, like there's something about that show and like people who watch, invest in the show, love the show. Don't invest in the show, just don't even really know about the show. Um, but everybody who watches the show really likes the show. Um, and, you know, I think the writing is good. I think Jensen and Jared or Aisha, they're the heart of the show. Um, I also think at the beginning of the show, you know, shows need to get over a hump. And what helped Supernatural is Twitter. And Twitter at that time, social media was really on the rise when our show began in 2005. Right. Um, and that was the first time fans could speak out and studio heads were listening. So fans on Twitter would be like, oh my God, that was the best. And it kind of became the teeny little cult. And the studio I think was like, hey, we got something. There. I remember my first episode, Misha was like, looking at Twitter, but it was like this new thing. Like, look at this, Look what people said about the episode, you know? and that was like a new thing I, I was like wow i wonder if they'll say something, I'm something.
2: <laughs> don't <laughs> you worry about that one <laughs> i got a yeah.
1: lot to say yeah so it was, it was cool and i do think that that helped you know too in terms of like bringing certain characters back or not certain bringing certain characters back the writers were watching were listening and the studio was listening and so that was always fun about my character is that like you know there are a lot of inside writer jokes like we heard what you commented about this and so my character as the writer could apologize for things that they'd written Yeah. You know, yeah, like I, cool. my first episode, I apologize for bugs. Just like this episode, so Chuck, <laughs> the writer comes on and writes Supernatural, and I'm like, okay, you know.
0: <laughs> you're Kripke's mouthpiece. <laughs>
1: exactly, I really was, you know, I really was. And that's, you know, that's always how I defined me being God is a Kripke is the God of the creator of the show. He's the, right. of the creator of that show, so, you know, that was. And when yeah. I, when I, when I'm, you know, trying to figure out how to play certain things this final season, like it always, I always go back to that, you're the writer. So you care about these characters, you really love these characters, but you're also on kind of an ego trip. And you know mm-hmm. that you just could go like that and like a writer.
0: Yeah. So how much freedom do you have when it comes to your character on screen?
1: You know, the, the, some of the writers are so good. They they spell it all out for you. He considers this. He doubt, this is hard for him to say. Like, they give you a lot of direction. And right. at this point with my character, they understand me. Like, they know what I'll bring. So I think they write to that. Um, but... And so I think it's been years of collaborating like that. Mm-hmm. I, I will bring a certain thing. So, you know, what I would bring to it is a movement, a, some improv, but not much, um, hand movements and things like that that are just me yeah. inherently. But um, but the writers write a lot. I don't have to add a lot. You know, when writing is not very good, that's when you're more tapped in. Mm-hmm. And this is there for Yes.
0: Yeah, Got to be a symbiotic relationship working together for so long because you guys have had the same team of writers for a long time. I mean, yeah. yeah. Most yeah, of the show, yeah. Really, yeah. <laughs> I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they, I mean, there's been some crossover, but not a lot. And the writers that do write for a while,
0: the core group of writers kind of
2: knows how to write for everybody and how to make everything work within the show. <laughs> so.
1: Yeah, exactly. It was great like that. I mean, they're really it's it's lightning in a bottle to have that a show this on for most of the crew worked on the shows, so it was like as a guest star, which showing up to set it was just like you know the set. Ran.
0: So you guys have wrapped filming. How what were the feelings like on that on that last day?
1: Well, you know, it was weird uh, because of COVID. So mm-hmm. we were shooting, 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 and then um, we had to pause for like four months. Um, and we had planned this big party and everybody would come up for it. And, and then because of COVID, all that kind of got stripped down. Um, so, but for me, I'm, I'm very lucky because I, I got to go back up and say goodbye to people. But it was sad. Yeah, it was definitely sad. People were, Jensen and Jared, a very long time coming. I grew up on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, and they were all aware when it was my last shot. It wasn't in order. It was like my last shot with me, but it was my last shot. Um, and everybody was kind of aware of it and applause. And we, we were all in this like bubble together because we'd all quarantined. Um, so there were lots of, hugs. so yeah, it was, it was sad. It was the end of an era, you know, end of a chapter in my life book. It's profound.
0: I think, I think the fans feel like that too, because this show has been around since 2005. And if you go back and watch those earlier seasons, uh, Jensen and Jared look like they're teenagers and yeah. Yeah. You know, now they're grizzled middle-aged men.
1: <laughs> <Yes>.
0: <laughs> it's
1: I, we, we last much longer, but we had to quit because pretty soon they're going to be like, you know, in the little like rolly chaser. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, I mean, I mean what are you
2: you went for fifteen years. I mean that's longer than most shows typically go. I mean yeah. besides, you know, like the late show or you know yeah.
1: right. Yeah, no, I think like the age. longest longest running genre show. Yeah, it's I mean it's remarkable. And uh yeah, it's really too. The, those guys, I mean, they got married, she had three kids, like they did grow up on that Texan or <laughs> yeah.
0: We touched on it a little bit, but have you ever been involved with a cast that's just as close with each other, on and off set? Because you guys go to cons together, there's yeah. tours and bands. It's kind of crazy.
1: Yeah. No. The only thing that was close was because um, Felicity was different. That we were all so young, and it was most of our first, thing. and uh, and so we it was it was almost like going to college. So we we're we we're a lot of us are still close to this day, just because we kind of grew, grew up together on that show. But then Supernatural came, and that's what I would always answer that question, like, well, that's the closest cast. But then Supernatural came along, and it was this whole different thing where like most of those actors that I'm like, you know, Richard Spade, I'm one of my best friends. And I never worked with him on that show, <laughs> but it's just because of the conventions. That's why we're close. Um, yeah, when you travel, we literally travel to the world together, and when you do that, like you get close. So yeah, it's definitely that, that. A lot of those. It's it's, it's funny. I, w- I came back and I did guest star on another show, and it was very pleasant. COVID makes you know seeing people like this. Yeah. yeah. But you know, it was. It was uh, I took a couple weeks between uh, Supernatural and doing that and going into this new set. It was just like. Right, that's right. This is what sets in early legs. It's just a bit more cold, you know, Right. Yeah.
2: not family.
0: That comes off on screen too, you know, because the camaraderie you guys have, it just seems so, there's just this natural vibe, you guys. It doesn't seem up. like
2: a, a bunch of coworkers working yeah. together. It seems like a, a genuine group of friends that's working awesome.
0: together.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. That's real to hear too. <laughs> um yeah it's because it makes everything you know even if your enemies are fun and you can try any
0: so what kind of research does one do once you've learned that you're god did you read the old testament and practice <laughs> smiting cities or something <laughs> I,
1: did try, I did try smiting i tried my hand at <laughs> um yeah um i no i mean I, you know i just try to like like i said I, um access that part of me that uh i'm a father you know mm. um and again, the God in season eleven was different than the God in fifteen. But in season eleven, it was a lot about just like when I need to just act, accessing that part of me. And like I said, this year became more of a like, narcissist power, a dad who's come off the ring. Yeah. But yeah. No. That's
0: it. <laughs> I, no floods I, I or that's anything. What I would have done. I would have just picked up the old. Yeah. That's my research. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just go back to the source, man.
0: Yeah. That's that's if you want to be an asshole God. I mean, that's a that's a great one to go to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: A lot of smiting in the Old Testament.
0: Yeah. So one of my favorite things about Supernatural is the moments with the music just seem to work so well together. Like they're tailored. And, you know, the big reveal with God, the thee well scene. How was that song chose? You, was that, that was you. I mean, I'm pretty sure that was you. Yeah, you.
1: that was me. Yeah. It was uh, the writer of that episode's name was uh, Robbie Thompson. He's, he, he's written some of the best Supernatural episodes. That, he wrote 200th episode with Supernatural. Gotcha. The play. Yeah um he's really he's very invested. so he wrote he wrote that and i as he was writing he called me and said how do you feel about singing on the show I said, so he kind of told me what he was thinking and he said let me know if you think of any songs we can't have any song that's less than 100 years old because we don't have the rights to it so uh and i was like oh, okay so i, I kind of kept a short list and he was like just so you know i'm thinking of fairly well and i knew it from that uh cohen brother and davis um i was like yeah i love that song but i said we let's do our own version of it. yeah so he wrote that in that was awesome like like shooting that was so cool was just like again i know this really well it's but it just uh we did it and like you know i just sat down with a guitar and just played it and like what you really what i was playing in that's crazy it. yeah
0: because that's one of my favorite scenes like my favorite episode of supernatural is uh hammer of the gods but my favorite moment of supernatural is that moment because yeah. you know as a fan you're always like you know when he disappears at these that's god man it's like yeah, that's really God. Watch what happens. And and that's the first moment you're vindicated, like your theory. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was
1: a cool moment, man. And it was really one of the coolest filming experiences I've ever had, too. It felt so live. And all the whole crew stopped. It was cool, man. It was live and playing a part, but not really, yeah.
0: You just have to sing as God. I mean, no pressure. (laughs) Yeah. No big deal. Don't mess up. I practiced. (laughs) (laughs) So there's been rumblings that this may not quite be the end perhaps a height like what do you have to say about that and could you see it picking up in a few years maybe like maybe a movie or some sort of revival or spinoff
1: yeah i think i haven't heard anything of fans, so yeah give us a, fans will start talking
0: be gone they're, long like, enough for them to miss you exactly exactly oh they're gonna they're they're missing you already yeah
1: <laughs> they're missing and blaming me
0: yeah sorry <laughs> i mean you were cool up until this season to be honest i mean so you know most of your run was pretty cool
1: yeah i know this episode this week that's about to air is, yeah, it's a good, good it's one. A good.
0: Like good or?
1: Just a, a good in terms of like the story's coming to a close and uh, it's a bit, it's big, you know, every episode, all the last four episodes. are no So different. I know
0: you can't tell us what happens. And I'm not going to ask you, but are you satisfied with the ending? Like how your character arc ends and the show itself? Are you, how do you feel? It?
1: I think it's, yeah, I think I, you know, I knew when they began that they have to be, they're battling.
0: Yeah. You can't really outdo that.
1: Oh, right. And I think they did it. Yeah. I think the show. So yeah, I can't wait to be able to talk about it.
0: Yeah, I'm not (laughs) going to pressure you for it. (laughs) Looking back on 20 seasons, what are your favorite uh, supernatural moments?
1: Um, Playing fairly well was definitely one of the the best. And, uh, and, um, you know, I remember like a lot of like different episodes, but Top of my mind like my very first day of my first episode um i had i just uh played a, a weekend of gigs at mammoth ski resort like five hours from l.a and with my band we played like two nights really long gigs and so i came back and i horse and i was freaking out So i was like oh no i'm gonna gig and not have a voice and uh but it wound up all right because it was my again it was chuck not having seen the light a day and probably drinking all day and not having been a long time so it made sense open the door and i was like you know like you know wisping my way through the lines and um, but yeah, and that, you know, um, coming back for the 200th episode when I kind of have a cameo at the end of it and I just had like one line, but it was kind of a, cool because they had to sneak me on to set because of fans outside and they didn't know. And besides that too, I mean, I'd say the conventions, the conventions mm-hmm. have been a big part of my, my memory. Not that they're going to stop, but have them going on as the show is going on and people that I didn't even know and become. such
0: I was going to ask the con, the cons are such a big part of what you guys do. Are you going to continue that? Maybe not as often, but you know, at least every now and then.
1: Yeah. I mean, like with, like I said, like with COVID everything is up in the air, but um, definitely a lot on the scale for next year. They're up on pause right now because of COVID, but they're, um, I think that's the plan that'll come back in full force next year. And I think people will want to still see us because the show's not on anymore. They're not going anywhere for the next comes. We're able to, you know, and, and able to get all the actors from the other jobs that inevitably Jared Walker do with that too, but all that, you know, working around that and whatever else we got going on, they'll be going. And and I really want them to go, you know,
0: yeah. it's, 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 it's I mean, fun. we want them to go on. I still haven't yeah. been able to make it to one one day. I'm going to get to get to where one. are you? We're in South Carolina.
1: Okay. We we have we have one in Charlotte. Oh
0: well, I can make that one easy. Yeah, that's that's not far at all.
1: Yeah, there's, yeah, check it out. When they when they come back, there's usually one in Charlotte. Yeah, we and then other than that, Atlanta, Jackson.
0: Oh, those are all close. We can hit up all. Yeah. Those.
1: Yeah, yeah, come check it out. <laughs> wow, now easy. we
0: just look lazy. Cool. <laughs> 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 we just look you know, like slackers.
1: Hit me up and um, I'll get you passes to come backstage and hang out.
0: Oh, okay. Hell yeah. All right. <laughs> so. What sort of music were you listening to coming up? What are your favorite albums?
1: Um, you know, it's funny. When lockdown happened, a buddy of mine did something on Facebook. Every day List to that album. And all of my albums were, like, all over the thing growing up. My sisters, I'm the youngest of kids, and my sisters always listen to, like, 70s funk, like, Sly in the face stone. Then you know, when I came of and so, you know, I would do stuff. Prince. Prince. Oh, yeah. but um, loves Right? Better. Better. Um, and then, you know, and then I got into like more of the rock stuff and loved Nirvana and Pearl Jam and that era. It's really just all over the place, you know, but I grew up on like MT sort of stuff. Yeah.
0: Seattle was big back in the days. You know, That's Alice in Chains was in their heyday. That was, yeah, I was, yeah. Alice in Chains is still one of my favorite ones.
1: Oh, yeah. Early 90s. Phenomenal. Yeah. It's a shame that Alice in Chains, like three of the dudes have died.
0: Yeah, uh, I know uh, Lane's dead. Obviously. Yeah, but... I know Mike Starr died. I didn't know about a third one. Yeah, Mike. No two. That's, yeah, Mike Starr and okay. Lane are dead. Yeah. That's Mike. It was not yeah. long ago, too. Yeah, uh, I think it was 2015, something like that. But if you haven't listened to their new stuff, you know Jerry Cantrell is still doing what Jerry Cantrell.
2: Yeah,
1: and he was always he's solid. So yeah, about... and
0: go ahead. sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you.
1: No, 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 you're good.
0: What sort of films are you consuming in your leisure? Are you a horror guy?
1: Um, I wasn't. Um, I think I, more recently I've seen some horror movies that I really liked. see Hereditary.
0: I recently saw Hereditary. Uh, yeah. Recently. It, it is very wild. Yeah. But my diet with horror is more, you know, your Friday hour and a half. Somebody, you know, Jason cutting some chick's head off or something. <laughs> Blood guts and ass for 90 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying not to fall asleep. I'm like, man, I, this is highbrow horror for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a message and everything behind it. Shit. I don't know. I'm trying to decipher all these messages coming out of here.
1: Nobody's cut anybody yet.
0: (laughs) But yeah, that is is a very good movie.
1: uh, I also like uh, non-horror stuff. I like uh, Wes Anderson movies. I like Coen Brothers movies. Yeah, all sorts of stuff. I'm always up for whatever, you know, if it's a good, yeah. if it's a good movie. I
0: appreciate it. Where can people find you? Do you have any projects coming up? Or are you on social media?
1: Yeah, uh, I'm social media on Twitter. I'm at Rob Benedict and on Instagram. I'm RO Benedict and, uh, I did, I'm going to be on this new Netflix show called, uh, on the verge it's called, it'll be out next year. And then I'm going to be on the, the next season of Lucifer.
0: Oh, cool. All yeah. right.
1: And we're, I shot one episode that will air when they release the rest of this season. And then I've yet to shoot this next season.
0: Are you God? Not
2: God. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: they already had a God. That's oh, okay. weird. Yeah, they already had a God. So not God.
0: See, I'm kind of banned from that show because I talk shit about uh, the devil with Mark Pellegrino. He talked me in and we started talking, you know, bad mouth the other Lucifer. So uh, funny, I'm yeah. sworn <laughs> against Yeah. I'll have to check okay. it out. I won't tell him about it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's so funny because like we did, I, I met Tom Ellis, Lucifer on that show. I met him at a convention. It was really weird. It's like, this is Lucifer from Lucifer and this is God from Supernatural, but like not together.
0: Yeah, that's very weird. That's cool. Yeah. Well, Mitch, do you have anything for Mr. Benedict before I cut him loose?
2: No, I think that's about all we got.
0: Well, uh, Rob, uh, I think we've held you hostage long enough. We uh, appreciate well, yeah. your time, and I will be uh, hitting you up when the conductors yeah, come around. We will
2: come for those passes. Yeah, great.
0: I'll be great. there. And, great, uh,
2: great.
1: Yeah, hopefully, uh, fingers crossed, we get back on the roads so that, that happen.
0: All right, sir. Well, thank you for your time, and yes, will let you, you get out of here. Monsters, madness, and magic.